so much i well i um i have that game coming out oh your board game card game card game yeah that's nice that's in, a month. in a month yeah are you gonna promote it and all that i don't know yeah we'll see probably <laughs> i'll try to do my best it's weird i guess a lot of people don't comedians don't uh promote their um board card games yeah well a lot of people i guess don't have card games is it <laughs> i guess that's the other thing is that a lot of people maybe focus on like pilots or um uh you know that kind of thing what if they do and they just never talk about it that they do make card games yeah you know i, I know a know. few people that do like um what's that called where it's like roll what's the kind of thing that's like um like Dungeons and Dragons, what are those called? Those games RPGs, called? RPGs. Uh, a lot of comedians do RPGs and RPG games. That's There's a big overlap there. Yeah, I heard about that. You heard about that? Well, they make a lot of money on the Oh, we did hear that. Remember, it changed our lives. Yeah, yeah. we thought, wow. Yeah. Um, wow. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's exciting. What age range is it for? Eight to 108. But I tried to design, okay, but I tried to design a game that was basically good to play in hospitals. What? Why? Because you have, okay, basically, have you ever been, like, you've been in the hospital, right? You spent a lot of time in the hospital, unfortunately. Yeah, because of <laughs> Yeah, bad life. things. But so it's like, it's like, I feel like you spend so much time in the hospital and you're like, what do we do? There's like nothing to do. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So you want to play cards, but there's only so many two-person card games you can play. Yeah. So this is a two-person card game, two to five people. Okay. Okay. So you, you use can play that, it in the hospital. You use that as a the bar or as the frame or as a reference point. That was kind of an inspiration point, but also because during the quarantine, I was like, I want to play games. But only in a hospital. No. <laughs> No, but I was like, I want to play games, but I also, and then we like couldn't, there were no, there weren't a lot of two player games. Oh, I guess that's true. Right? Like you can play Jin, you can play Uno, yeah. you can play, um, like I'm talking about card games, board games. There's not a lot, like usually you need another couple people. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. So like I tried playing Sushi Go. Have you played that? Nope. Okay. So that yeah. one, you can play with two players, but it's definitely probably a lot more fun with more people. Mm. I played a few games over Labor Day weekend with uh, relatives, kids, and stuff. It was What'd you hard. play? Sleeping Queens? That one's cool. There's Forks. Forks. There's that. There's one called Presidents or something. Oh. And it's like, I don't know what whose gene this is but some of these kids are like super competitive it's a, like trash yeah. talking sure yeah yeah and it's not 
fun because they just say, like, if he said, boy, I'm hungry, I could use a chicken parm in my mouth, they would be like, you're a chicken parm in your mouth. <laughs> or your I just, face is a wow. chicken parm. Wow. Like, I just used that insult. Yeah. Remember? Just earlier today. What'd you do? Remember? You said, you're a, what? Oh, yeah, because 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 uh, Alex goes, does anyone have any hard outs? And I say, you're oh, a hard you're out. Hard out. Yeah. You learn from the best insult comics. <laughs> That's weird. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I'm not. The reason I don't like games is because I for, forget the rules after a little bit. And so like now I don't and I don't know how to play them anymore. Just from that that weekend? Yep. Yeah, it's hard to remember the rules to things. Yeah. That's I guess I'm just a natural rebel. Well, I could tell you that. Or I could really definitely tell you that. <laughs> no. No, I know. Your art true. was so good as it as a was that as a teen? Yeah, was it as a teen? Your art has been so good for so long. Yeah, it's been kind of downhill from there. My hand's gotten shakier and shakier. So. Well, I feel like it's like now it's very clear what your style is, but like it was mm. like this one was just like, dang, those things look like what they are. You know what I mean? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Like I was good at representation. Yes, really good. Really, Thanks. really good. Yeah, trying to put it to good use. Yeah, sure. I get it. I yeah. get it. You get it. Yeah. What else? What else? Didn't what you else? Do, what else? Didn't you do your game game with a, a friend or a fellow yeah. colleague? Yeah, Josh Knapp. He did. Yeah. He was the guy that created a lot of the games at the Tonight Show. But then, uh -huh. and now he's he left there. But he does. He comes up with crosswords for the New York Times. He's like got that kind of brain. That's talent. That's like a different shape brain. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Probably more like spherical. Yeah. Mine's like more like a flat. Like mine's flat. Yeah. yeah I'm flat brain too. Yeah. I'm flat brain. <laughs> What's that's the left brain, right brain? Yeah. I don't really actually know the difference. Maybe that means I'm definitely one of those. You know what I mean? Yeah. 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 You're. Like right brains know the difference between right brain and left brain. Left brains don't know what a brain is. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's like horoscopes. Like what side of the brain are you on? Wait, horoscopes. Wait, wait, and then I'm wait. just like, I'm flat brained. And they're like, makes sense, makes sense. <laughs> well, is there anything else you want to tell us before we dig in? Maybe something about your day today? Mm, I'm looking forward to eating some eggs. Oh, really? Yeah. I've, I've been uh, busy drawing. What are you drawing? I'm trying to do like frame by frame animation and it's, it's tough. It's, I don't yeah. know why, I don't know <laughs> yes. why people will do it. Well, I think most people use a computer now. You're doing it by hand? Yeah. I was like, Jeez. these people need to get a real job. <laughs> this is crazy. Whose people? Which people? 
animators, frame by frame animators. Oh, sure. It seems like very tedious. Yeah, it's there's like a weird. You need to have a obsessive kind of brain, whatever side that's on. You have that? No. <laughs> this frame by frame animation is not for flat brainers. For okay. Sure. I'm sure you're gonna do a good job though. Um, it's passable. Passable. Well, passable. <laughs> that's some endorsement. I love it. Yeah. Well, okay. So now, Manolo, are you ready to dig into this? What do you feel? You feel okay? I feel okay. Just need to pull up my guitar. Okay. Here we go. So we've got some people here with us on Zoom that we don't know, and we're going to get to know them. And we're going to play three games submitted by listeners, and one game will uh, be voted on as best game. And that game we will play again next episode. Uh, if, if, if callers win a game, they get a custom magnet. And uh, these games have all been submitted by listeners. And uh, we've never played these games. Only one of these games we've played before. The other two are new. And who knows the quality they possess. And the quantity they possess. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, um Manolo, the first game we're playing is called Food Word Countdown. Submitted by Amy Whitlock from Stockton, California. Food Word Countdown. Can you take it away? Could you take it away if you could? All right, all right. Can you hear this? Hold on. I forget. I forget if the um 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 you know when it cancels and stuff. I forgot oh. to check that. Oh yeah. Oh the see. sound? Yeah, hold on. Can you hear my faint background noises yet? Yes. In my typing, can you hear this? Yes. Perfect. <laughs> okay, what is this called? Food word countdown. <laughs> what? It's the food world countdown. Word, word. What did I say? World? I thought you said world. Did oh. you say word? Sorry. I'm sorry. You were on a roll. I'm sorry. I just didn't want you to. <laughs> right, I didn't want you to get all the way through the song if you were saying world and find okay. out later. All right. Okay. Sorry. Keep it's going. Okay. Wonder what the population of the <laughs> whole food word. Wait, Manolo. I got what? Food word, food word. I said food word. Okay, keep going. <laughs> I love this game. It's my favorite in the whole wide world. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> A food word countdown is uh, submitted by Amy Whitlock from Stockton, California. Here's what Amy writes. Based on keyword count on episode two, yikes, who knows what that is. Uh, callers think, caller thinks of a food. Then they give five one word clues. The host guess, oops, after each clue. Caller cannot use other words that are food. So you ready? We're going to play a, the sample round. That's right here. You ready, Manolo? We're going to read out um, the sample round. Okay. okay. Right. I'll be the caller. 
Okay.、Right. First word: flat. Tortilla. No. Italian. Lasagna. No. Round.、Uh, Whoa! <laughs> Sorry, it's making me hungry. Uh, pizza. Yes, that's correct. Okay, so then, uh, that you could not say tomato, cheesy, or pepperoni. Okay. Because that's food words. Oh, gotcha. This is going to be tough. If the food is not guessed in five clues, the caller can win if they can name another food that fits their description. In the above example, panini might fit. I don't know. It'd be a really round panini, but we'll see what happens. Hmm. Okay. So、uh, let's talk to Mara in Philadelphia. Mara, are you there? Mara, Mara, Mara. I am. Hi. Hi, Mara. Hi, What's Mara. going on? Oh, having a nice day today. Got some birding in this morning, so feeling good. What do you what see? Do you, what do you mean by that verb? Birding.、Uh, it is when I go out walking and I look at birds and say hello. Is that you, okay? Do you have binoculars?、Sense. I don't. I don't. It's just me walking around. Do you know、no. all the different types of birds, or you're just like that's a bird? <laughs> I know a few.、Uh, I only got into birds, you know, really studying them a few years ago. So there are a few that I recognize, and then, you know, I'll hear a new bird call, and then I will look up what bird that is, and that's how I learn more. Sorry, how do you how do you look up the bird call? You just like are like typing in tweeu tweeu or something. Yeah, yeah, that's it. It'll be a lot of so. I guess there are apps where you can actually record it, and they will find it for you.、Well, um, but I will, yeah, I will usually type in a description and then the description of what the bird call sounds like. Can you give an example of what bird, what you would use to describe a bird call? So, for one, I typed in. Pew 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 lasers. <laughs> really, and it works. What, what kind、mm-hmm. of bird was that? A cardinal. <laughs> that works. Interesting.、Mm-hmm. And then one that sounds like a cat bird kind of has a cat mewing sound.、Mm. So cat bird. That sounds a like a cat bird. Mhm. Okay. Okay. Wow. Wow.、Oh. Um, this this is pretty interesting. So you okay? So, uh, you're in Philadelphia, and so what's like the most, like what's the most common bird in Philadelphia? Eagle. Uh, <laughs> I see a lot of sparrows where I live. A lot of house sparrows and、um, pigeons, morning doves.、Hmm. But sparrows are my favorite. I got a lot of pigeons around me.、Mm-hmm. They're sweet. They're they're just they're really into. I have like a little like、um, outdoor area, and the people before me put up all this like, uh, like basically I thought they were decorations. It was like covered in these like nasty streamers, like、mm-hmm. metallic streamers, and I was like, what is all this nasty streamers? Somebody had a birthday party, forgot to clean up. 
And so I took them all down. Then birds came by the droves. And then I was like, oh, that's bird tape. So I got more bird tape, put it back up. Wow. You basically, it's like this like metallic tape and like pinwheel, metallic pinwheels. And you put them up to like, be like, I think birds hate sparkles. Is that right, Mara? What do you, do you know anything about that? They hate birthday parties. I don't. <laughs> I think they hate like being like uh, shot with direct sunlight in the eyes. I think that might that, be that's probably maybe part I, of that it. That makes sense. That makes sense. Really? They're so close to it, though. They are close to it. <laughs> closer to the sun. <laughs> but that but that they're the ones who kind of navigate that right They're They kind of make the choice of where they're looking. But if, mm, if you're the ones trying to distract them. Yeah, I've never seen a bird with its wing above its eyes trying to block out the sun. Because <laughs> that's what I would do. That's like yeah. perfect. Yeah. Per- that's wing. like perfect. <laughs> I've hung out with kids <laughs> over the weekend. That's like perfect. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So Mara, are you, you know ready? They say to- bra a lot. Like bra, as in like, like what, like bruh. you put on your breasts. No, like bra. Oh, sorry. I understand. I was like, bro, that's like a lot of sun in my eyes. Oh, okay. And that's like my niece. And I was like, bro, that's what you wear around your torso. Torso? <laughs> Question mark. Okay. Uh, okay. So Mara, you, are you ready to play Food World Countdown? I am. Okay. You have one in mind? I do. Okay. Please say your first word. Silk. What? Okay. What? Okay. Manolo, do you have a guess? Uh, um, uh, unsauced noodles. Linguini. No. What if it was? Okay. Uh, okay, Mara, next word. Yellow. Okay. I'm going to go ahead. Do you have one, Manolo? Because I have a great guess. Uh, banana pudding. Okay. I'm going to go ahead and assume it's not that because my answer is incredible. But no, go ahead, Maris. Tell us if that's right. Oh, wait. I thought you had. Oh. Oh, wait, Mara. Was that one right? It is not. Okay. I'm going to go ahead and guess corn. You did it. Yes. Okay. Sorry, Manolo. Silk. The stuff on the outside of corn. Is oh like the strands? Now you're mm-hmm. kind of acting outraged, but you did guess unsauced linguine <laughs> when you heard silk. <laughs> it's so silky. <laughs> I uh, mean, that's what I'm gonna think from now on. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's all I'll call it. Thanks. I was <laughs> specifically nice of thinking of a fresh linguine with rice flour or something. Ooh. Oh, that sounds Ooh, lovely. That sounds lovely. Very silky. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, you did get it. You got the custom magnet for you. Oh, my gosh. Thank you so much. Oh, thank mm. you so much, Barra. Talk to you soon. Bye. Okay, bye. bye. Okay, wow. What an exciting episode so far. Let's talk to Trent in Lancaster, Pennsylvania. Another Pennsylvania person. Trent. Trent, oh. are you there? Hello. Hi, Trent. Hey, Trent. What's going on? 
Uh, not much. Just staying inside, hiding from the sun. It's hot? What's happening? Oh, no, I just don't like the outside. <laughs> Wait, why? Why do you not like the outside? It's always so hot and humid, and it's not that hot, but it's still very humid here. Okay, yeah. understand. classic mid-Atlantic humidity. Yeah. Okay, I get it. I'm not going to pry. Now, we asked you to describe yourself, and you just said two facts, both of which I'm like, interesting, very interesting. You said you enjoy collecting playing cards and can read tarot cards. All of your facts are cards. Yep, I, I think that's most of my personality at this point. <laughs> it's just cards? <laughs> I don't know. Like, as a kid, like, I always, like, really liked handheld toys. So, like, matchbox cars. And I would always have, like, pens or markers stuffed in my pockets. And <laughs> cards are just kind of one of those things that carried with me through my life. Because they're one of those things that you can take them anywhere. You can just play with them. And so I got in the habit of when we were on family vacations or just visiting anywhere... I would pick up a pack of cards from that area um, mm. as a sort of souvenir. So now I just have a small collection of playing cards. Do you, My mom I, do used you to do a, that. Really? Yes. I don't know why. She didn't even like cards. She just liked the idea of collecting cards from different states or something like that. Yeah, kind of like spoons. Mm, oh, sure. So. Trent, do you play cards? Yes. Yes, I do. What's your favorite what, yeah, card Yeah, what's game? your favorite card game? To play in a hospital. To play in the hospital. Um, I do a lot of solitaire just because mm. I don't always have a lot of people with me to play. I uh, love but solitaire. when I do actually have people, I enjoy uh, things like poker, war. Uh, I saw war. somebody in the chat earlier mentioned Egyptian rat tail, and I really like that game too. What the mm, That's that? a great game. It's a great game. What is that? You know, it's where you put the cart, everyone, you have your, you split the deck in half and you put, the cards face up in the middle in the pile and basically like the face cards have like certain uh like once you put down a jack you put down one card to beat it two queen is two cards king is three cards ace is four cards and then you can only beat it by doing uh another face card but then you could and then you you want to get as many cards as possible and then if there's doubles you can slap it <gasps> so fun and if there's yeah. sandwiches you can slap it wait do you play with sandwiches trent not normally sandwiches Sandwiches is like two, seven, two. Mm. That sounds like fun. You don't play no, with sandwiches. I, I have never heard of sandwiches in the game before. Whoa. Okay. I, I will like, have to do that. Now. You slap a sandwich. Yeah, it's it's pretty it's <laughs> it's pretty good to slap a sandwich. But um, wow, Trent, this is uh, so. And then you also read tarot cards. Yeah, I, I think it it's kind of just an extension of having collected cards. Tarot cards are just fancy cards with fancy art. So, can you read it without using a reference guide? Yeah, yeah. I've been doing it for enough years now that I have most of the stuff like just tucked away somewhere in the back of my head. Mm. Do you think that it's like, can I, I like, like, would you say that it's mostly like intuitive or is it like you feel like you check in with psychic powers when you read people's? Oh, no, it's definitely more intuitive. I, I'm not inclined to believe that magic or reading the future is real by any extent. So for me, it's just it's a fun thing to do. You can use it as like a creative writing tool and you can also use it for like meditation or just self-reflection, too. So it's kind of like just telling yourself a story and just asking yourself how you feel about that and 
do you want to make any changes in how you're thinking or what you're doing just based on your reflection? Mm. That's why mm. I don't look in the mirror. Because <laughs> that's where all that spirals out. So if you see, <laughs> so if you see me where my hair is a bit unkempt, it's because uh, I've been avoiding self-reflection. I I get it. Amen. My hair is a little bit unkempt at the moment as well. Um. So Trent, do you want to play food word countdown? I would love to. Yes. Okay. You have a food in mind. I do. Yes. Okay. Go for it. First word. Long. Oh, long. long. Yep. Okay. Are we talking foot long? <laughs> um, I think it's debatable. Hmm. That's debatable. <laughs> okay. okay. Am I supposed to think? guess? Yeah. Take a guess. <clears throat> um, fruit by the foot. No, that's delicious, but no. Mm. Joe? Okay, I, I would like to hear the next one. All right. The next word is wet. Okay, I'm going to go with unsauced linguine. <laughs> uh, not quite. Okay. All right. Okay. I'm going to, am I allowed to guess? Yeah. Because I don't really have one. Oh, <laughs> a straw. <laughs> very, very close. Very. Whoa. Okay. Okay. Give us your third one. Thin. Okay. I'm going to go with, okay. So it's close to a straw, close to linguine. I'm going to go with bucatini. Mm. I don't actually know what that is. So I'm going to say no, but okay. I will need to look this up. It's like a long spaghetti, but instead of being like spaghetti, it's like a straw. Mm. That's mm. where all the sauce goes. Yeah. Not bad. Not bad. Making me hungry again. Sorry. Hope you make some more noises. <laughs> <laughs> but if it's a type of a particular noodle, I think that might be it, Joe. I'm mm -hmm. okay. So you. Okay. are saying that it could be a type of noodle. Well, if it's it a type of this thing that I'm thinking of, I think you might have this. This is interesting. You're speaking in a cryptic enough way that I don't understand what you're saying. But Using, I've, I've been told that before. <laughs> I do know that you're saying something to me right now. I don't know what it is. is you know it what I mean? Twizzlers? It is not Twizzlers. Okay, because Twizzlers aren't wet. Okay, so there we oh, go. That's That's hopefully... Um, okay. So now this, you've given us, you've given us long, wet, and thin, thin. Okay. Is and it, it might be a type of noodle. It could be. It could be another cryptic response from Trent in Lancaster. <laughs> What do you think, Manolo? What do you think? Uh, ramen. That is delicious, but not quite. Wow. Okay. This is too specific. No, I'm sure it's not. I feel like I've made many mistakes. <laughs> I think. Listen, the thing is, is that 
Okay, you give us you you can give us two more clues. And if we guess it, great. But if not, if we find that we could have those other things could have worked, you still get the point. Okay. In that case, uh fourth word is I'm gonna go with pale. Pale. Uh-huh. Okay, so I'm gonna do like okay. I guess I'll go with like an angel hair. What? Huh? Yeah. Sure. Let's go with that. Interesting. Interesting response. <laughs> okay. What made you feel, what made you um, inflect like that? This is my question. Because we've been kind of dancing around the correct answer. and I Which is spaghetti, isn't it? It is spaghetti. Oh my gosh. Okay. <laughs> of course it is. Wow. Okay. So Trent, listen, I think I'm going to give it to you because basically what we did right there is we did dance. We did dance around we and did. we found mm-hmm. it. So I'm going to give it to you, Trent. Congratulations. Thank you. Thank that you. I am so sorry. <laughs> I am so it's sorry. too early in the day for dancing. Oh no, it's never too early for dancing. <laughs> Okay, Trent, talk to you soon. All right, see ya. Okay, see uh, you. Okay, bye. Okay. So that was food Not work. a hospital game. What? <laughs> you don't think so? I think that's a perfect hospital game. Uh, I don't think so. Because there's not a lot of good food out there in the hospitals, I hear. Yeah. I sure. wouldn't know. Okay. This next game is called Kermit the Fraud, submitted by Kyle Horning from Arvada, Colorado. Take it away with Kermit the Fraud, Manolo. Uh, Kermit the Fraud, he rode into town and said it was a moped, but it was a scooter, Kermit the Fraud. Not bad. Okay, so that's Kermit the Frog. Here's how this game works. Callers pretend to be Kermit the Frog, pretending to be a famous celebrity. Callers must answer three questions to prove that they are that celebrity and not Kermit the Frog. If Manolo is convinced, they win. Okay, this sounds like a hospital game. Okay, let's talk to Ethan in Tulsa, Oklahoma. Ethan, are you there? Hi, ho, this is Kermit the Frog. Uh, Whoa! <laughs> yeah, I figured, I was like, oh God, if you guys pick me, I'm going to have to bring out my Kermit. Okay. <laughs> wow, that is really, already really good. Wow. Um, great to talk to y'all. Uh, big fan, big fan. Wait, you have, you have, uh, wait, talk, we tell have, us. I have about- a greyhound named Kermit the Dog. Oh my gosh, Whoa. this is perfect. <laughs> Was this really on funny. purpose? Um, <laughs> yeah, I have a greyhound named Kermit the dog. I also have two other dogs, Franklin and Eleanor Bonesvelt. Oh. Um, <laughs> it's, it's a house full of dogs. Uh-huh. <laughs> so what's it like owning a greyhound? You know, he's awesome. He's, a, he's you know, someone once said, and I don't know who to attribute this quote to, but somebody once said that having a greyhound is like cuddling a big bag of elbows. And uh, that's very true. Um, <laughs> or, a, or a sack of triangles in the shape of a dog. Yeah. 
Um, wow. He's very bony and angular and large and tall. And when he steps on you, you know it. Oh, um, but how much does he weigh? About 80 pounds. 80 pounds? Just yeah, with bones? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, all the dogs are in here being chaotic. No bones. <laughs> I'm going to have no my bones. husband bring them outside so they're not so noisy. I can't believe all those bones weigh 80 pounds. How tall, yeah, he's a, how well, tall he's, is that sack of bones? He's pretty tall. Like he can, I'm six feet tall. And when he jumps, he can put his paws on my shoulder. Ah, that's so, huge. He's a big dog. <laughs> well, maybe I shouldn't. Well, one. you can get like a little one. Um, <laughs> we have, we have a tiny dog. His name is Franklin. And the, the size difference between the two is, is comical. And Franklin being such a small dog also has the loudest bark because mm. he wants the uh, larger dogs to know that he's there and not step on him. Oh, smart. Yeah. smart. <laughs> Yeah, I get it. I get it. When my dog steps on me, I'm fine. <laughs> yeah, when Frankie, Frankie, the little guy, he's just this little, little black, uh, fuzzy, uh, low, low rider spaniel dachshund thingy. We don't really mm. know. He's awesome, oh, but that's um, fun. he's 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 a he's our oldest dog. He's about nine, and uh, he's he's just really funny. But he, he when he when they all go outside, he has to give a big old bark to remind Kermit not to roll roll over him when they're going outside. Mm. Oh, sure. Sure. I would do the same. Smart. That's and, you, smart. and you're a writer? Yep. I uh, I write uh, mostly short stories, sci-fi and horror. I've been getting more into horror lately. Um, kind of obsessed with H.P. Lovecraft and cosmic horror. Um, mm. That's sort of my sort of my jam with horror. Um, but I like all sorts of all sorts of other stuff. And sci-fi is, is kind of my other area that I write in. But I am theoretically working on a novel, although working on a novel is very much loosely <laughs> I haven't really worked on it in a little while. Like I always get stuck in the middle of novels, which is why I write short stories. Hmm. Yeah, novels seem like uh, sometimes like when I'll ask uh, somebody who's writing a book, like how many pages it is on Word. Mm-hmm. And that's enough to be like, holy moly, what, how, how do you yeah. even start to edit it? Yeah, well, I have a, I think I have about 100 pages on this novel and um, it's, you know, it's sort of in the middle and the middle is where you get, I always get stuck. I'm like, well, what happens next? I don't know what happens next. I know what happens several tra- chap- chapters later, but I don't know what yeah. happens next. And so that's always the challenge. Yeah, I yeah. understand that. I sometimes, <laughs> sometimes I think about like what I would want um, to happen if I was watching it or reading it. Yeah. And that sometimes helps, but sometimes it makes me think, oh, well, I wouldn't read this garbage. Get it out of here. You know what I mean? So it's, it's mm-hmm. a, it can backfire depending yeah, on your so the novel confidence I'm, I'm setting. Doing, the novel I'm doing right now is a rewrite of one that I uh, wrote during National Novel Writing Month a few month, few years ago. I don't know if you all are familiar with that. I was going to ask if you participated. Oh, that. yeah. I've done that a few years. I've won it. I've done it successfully twice. Um, mm-hmm. And I've neither novel has seen the light light of day because of course the draft you write during uh, national novel writing month is garbage, but um, <laughs> and then you have to edit it to into something coherent. And so I'm re- the, the novel I'm writing is a rewrite of a, of a nano and it's just, it's just proven a little challenging. This is when you write a novel in the month of November. What's that? This is when you write for yeah. the month of you, November. Exactly. You write 1667, I think is the number of words you're supposed to write per day over 30 days and you get a 50,000 word novel. Whoa. Easy. Easy. E- yeah, easy. <laughs> when you put it like that, yeah. no problem. It's a challenge. That's and, um, basically how many challenge. that's how many words I know, so I just I just <laughs> it's just a long list. Yeah. Whoa. Well, Ethan, it's time. 
All right. So I'm supposed to be Kermit the Frog pretending not to be Kermit the Frog. Pretending to be a major celebrity. We will right, ask so you three questions and you'll have to convince Manolo. I have to figure out who's, which celebrity I want to be. Um, all right. This is not Kermit the Frog. I'm not Kermit the Frog at all. So do I tell you who, I, who I'm supposed to be or do you have to? Yeah, get I would say I would say you tell us. OK. Wait, yeah. No, 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 no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Kermit has to pretend he's someone else. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, let me think. Um, and then you have to prove it. You know, it's oh, one of those things where you get into to... a situation like this and you can't think of a single celebrity. Okay, um, no problem. <laughs> like if Kermit what? was doing Christopher Walken, yeah. he'd have to All pretend right. and then we this have to Kermit. guess. The frog. No, we do. Yes, okay. <laughs> William Shatner? Uh, okay. I don't know. That was either no. You don't guess. Sure no, you're supposed to get convinced. Okay, oh. so it's like it's like if you're really Christopher Walken, what's your favorite fruit? You know what I mean? <laughs> oh. All right. Okay. Um, this is William Shatner. I am not Kermit the Frog. Okay, uh, Manolo, do you have your first question, or you want me to go? Uh, I would say, hey, William Shatner, if that really is you. What is it that you told me when I try to get an autograph from you I at said, that dance club? I said, get a life. Whoa. Is that, well, that's correct. Okay, let's see. Um, my question for you, if you really are William Shatner, is, um, okay, what's your favorite line that you said on Star Trek? Con! <laughs> okay. Con. Con. Manolo, do you have a final question to be convinced? Yeah. William Shatner, how about that one time I saw you on vacation uh, in the Machu Picchu and I asked for your autograph that time? What did he say to me? Why are you stalking me? Whoa, that's correct. Whoa. But will it be will it be enough to convince Manolo? Manolo, are you convinced? Yeah, it's like he was there. <laughs> wow, congratulations, Ethan. Yay! You have succeeded in lying to us as Kermit. Um really good work. Okay. Thank you you, that was a hoot. you get a custom magnet. Congratulations. Okay, go bye. Okay, go bye. Okay. Congrats. Okay, let's talk to uh, Audrey. Audrey in Chicago. Audrey, are you there? Uh, yes. Hey, can you hear me? Yeah. Hi, Audrey. Audrey, what's up? Oh, not too much. Just hanging out. My roommate and I picked up a uh, electric fireplace from Facebook Marketplace yesterday. And so I've been hanging out by that this morning. Ooh. Is it cold there already? Uh, it's not cold quite yet, um, but it has a function where you can turn on the look of a fireplace. Oh, that's fun. Oh. oh, it's quite fun. Yes. <laughs> yeah. My parents yeah. have one of those. That's that's pretty fun. Oh, nice. Yeah. Yeah. I guess you could say that my parents have one of those. Um, so <laughs> that's what I'd say. Yeah. You work at a gym. Is that what you told us? I, I do. Yes. I work at a gym. <laughs> And, uh, yeah, I thought that that would be, I was trying to think of a fun fact yesterday. And I was like, oh, I know some interesting information I just learned at my last shift. What was yes. that? So, um, so I learned that 
uh, one of the women who works to clean the gym doesn't like it when we leave food out because sometimes if you know people make cookies or, or things like that we'll bring them into the gym people who work at the front desk you know can eat all the cookies and the sweets while we watch everybody work out and sometimes yeah. we leave those overnight uh, if everyone doesn't eat them um and she doesn't like it when we do that not because of cleaning reasons or bugs or anything like that but because she says that they uh the ghosts are attracted to them and the ghosts come out of the wall and they're attracted to the treats and they bother her while she's trying to clean oh so she thinks the place is haunted she thinks the place is haunted and that uh ghosts are attracted to the food we leave out on the counter is this the first time you're learning that the gym is possibly haunted um this is the second time um (laughs) the first time i was working out after hours and I heard like a, a <laughs> I heard the sound of like kind of what sounded like a grandfather clock. I was like, that's really weird. And so then when I went to work the next day, I asked one of my coworkers, I was like, hey, I was working out around like 9:30 last night and I heard this grandfather clock sound. Do you know what that is? Because I'd never heard it before. And he was like, oh, no. He's like, I know the gym used to be an old, like, German furniture store. Like, but other people have said it's haunted. But I don't, I, jury's still out on that one for me. It's like um, a ghost I of think, a store. <laughs> yes, that doesn't make a whole, whole lot of sense. Um, <laughs> however, there was some, so I mentioned it to some other coworkers, and they were like, oh, ghost. Um, oh, but then this convinced. is the second time. They are, yeah, they're more convinced, though none of them have any hard evidence. Um, this is the first hard evidence I am hearing, is that the ghosts are attracted to our sugary gym treats. So it used to be a cafeteria also? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's like, like at um, like the furniture store where you can get a hot dog, too. Oh, oh it, was an Ikea, it was an Ikea. <laughs> Yes, exactly. Yeah, that's uh, that's a uh huh. I think we're getting to the bottom of this. I used to work at a place that used to be a Spencer's gift store, and you don't want to know the stuff oh that happened gosh, there. Oh my gosh, I can't even imagine. That's why whenever so you, buttons, <laughs> that's why whenever you have a job interview, you always ask if the place is haunted. Well, I never smart. even thought to do that. Yeah. Well, um, okay. Well, Audrey, this is truly, I love, I love hearing about ghosts and, you know, I thought, I thought this is going to be good. And it was, and it was, um, so now do you, can you do Kermit doing a celebrity? Uh, (laughs) Oh boy. We're going to find out. Okay. Um, Good luck. (laughs) This is not permit. I am late night talk show host, Seth Myers. <laughs> Seth Myers? Wow. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, if you really are Seth Myers, what was it that you said when uh, 
you were at the 16 handles and I tried to get your autograph. Uh, well, I said, um, I'm not sure I can give you an autograph. I don't have a pen on me, but I've got my dog Frisbee here and he can, uh, he can step in some ink and he can put his paw right on, uh, your paper. That's, that's my autograph. That's exactly what he said. That is exactly what he said. Okay. I have a question for you. If you really are Seth Meyers, um, how did you end that hit monologue joke? where you started it saying the weather is so bad. Uh, well, I said the weather is so bad. Thank goodness. My office is all the way up on the high, high floor of 30 Rockefeller Plaza. So I can look down at the weather and I don't have to be inside of it. <laughs> Classic monologue joke from Seth Myers. Yeah, he's known to be a bit like that. <laughs> yeah, that was that's very convincing because that was his hit joke. Mm -hmm. um, just closer. Just just classic writing style. Okay, Manolo, do you have a, a final question for Seth? Quotes? Yeah. How about that one time when I was asleep in bed and then you walked through burglarizing my house and then oh. I was like, oh my God, can you give me an autograph? Uh, I said, uh, sure. I wouldn't sign an autograph when we were at that other public place together, but I will sign an autograph when I burglarize your home because I'm Seth Myers. And you can buy a mug that says my name at the NBC Experience store. Wow. Audrey, I mean, Seth, really convincing. Um, Thank you. Manolo, were you convinced? Yeah. Nice. Brings back well, a lot of memories. Congratulations, Audrey. You're getting a custom magnet. Oh, thank you. Wow, really nice work. Thank you so much. Goodbye. Okay, oh. go okay, goodbye. Okay, that was really good so far. So we're going to play, uh, we're going to first hear a word from our sponsor. After game show, this episode is sponsored uh, by Green Chef. Green Chef. Green Chef. Green Chef. Green Chef. It's ex they have exciting new ingredients, recipes, and delicious meals that support a healthy lifestyle. Eat well without sacrificing taste. Sounds like a threat. <laughs> Great. <laughs> I love it. Okay, elevate your dinner experience with the Falls Finest Collection, a curated selection of farmstead favorites, fresh seasonal ingredients, and premium proteins. Mm. Yeah, you premium could enjoy. Proteins. How about this premium protein? Okay. A pecan crusted salmon with creamy kale and roasted carrots. Whoa. Oh, you're going to love to react to this one. Beef tenderloin with cherry balsamic sauce, maple brussels, sprouts, and brown butter potatoes. Wow. Uh, these sound amazing. Are you, did you try any of these? Yeah. Which one did you try? Oh, I tried the beef tenderloin with 
pot roast style gravy, garlic, mashed potatoes, and green beans. Whoa, how was it? It was good, but another thing that it gave me was the confidence to cook. Oh, really? Yeah, over the weekend I had to cook Filipino food, and I'm、uh-huh. not even the most culturally Filipino person in my family. And like all the all my cousins and aunties and uncles loved it. Really? Can you believe it? Yeah. Wow! So you're like really confident in the kitchen now? Not that confident. I'm 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 passable. Confident.、Wow. I have passable confidence. That's so great. Yeah. Thanks. Wow. Well, I'm、uh, I'm really excited for you, and、uh, I hope that you cook for me one day,、okay. please. As long as you like spit roasted pork. Okay. <laughs> Is there a vegetarian option, perhaps? Okay. Spit roasted Brussels sprouts. Yum. Okay. Well, go to greenchef.com/slash/gameshow135 and use code gameshow135 to get one hundred thirty-five dollars off across five boxes, and your first box ships free. That's greenchef.com/slash/gameshow135 and code gameshow135 to get one hundred thirty-five dollars off across five boxes and free shipping on your first box. Wow. Do it, do it, do it, do it. <laughs> Thanks, Green Chef. End scene. Oh my gosh! Hi, I'm Dave Holmes, host of the pop culture trivia podcast, Troubled Waters. On Troubled Waters, we play games like motivational speeches. It goes a little like this: Riley, give us an improvised motivational speech on why people should listen and subscribe. To troubled waters. I look around this ad and I see a lot of potential to listen to comedians such as Jackie Johnson and Josh Gondelman, and they need you to get out there and listen to them attempt to figure out sound rebus clues or determine if something is a Game of Thrones character or a city in Wales. I have chills. I'm going to give you 15 points. All that and so much more on Troubled Waters. Find it on MaximumFun.org or wherever you choose to listen to podcasts. Hey there, beautiful people. I'm Travell Anderson, and I'm Jared Hill. We are the hosts of Fantai, the show where we have complex and complicado conversations about the gray areas in our lives, the things that we really, really love sometimes, but also have some problematic feelings about. Yes, we get into it all. You want to know our thoughts about Nicki Minaj and all her foolishness? We got you. You want to know our thoughts about gentrification and perhaps some positive? Question mark?、Uh-oh. Aspects of gentrification. We get into that too. Every single Thursday, you can check us out at maximumfun.org. Listen, you know you want it, honey. So come on and get it. <laughs> Period. And then, and then play the last game: the circle、is. of inanimate life,、oh, submitted、yeah. by Kate Littleton from. To Syra, Azores Islands, Portugal.、Uh, so this one is the winning game from last episode. Manolo, would you like to give it a theme song?、Mm-hmm. The circle of inanimate life. It's a game that. To the next round. 
gorgeous, gorgeous work. Okay, so uh, it's, uh, you know, there is some, I would say this is, this one is a pretty, I would say it's a pretty great game. Here's how it works. Uh, in this game, Joe picks a room in the house and the guest picks which item in the room is the apex predator and why. The get next guest can challenge with what they think the apex predator is and explain. Mm. If they do not want to challenge, they must name the item lowest on the food chain and explain that choice. Manolo picks the best answer and sings, that's the circle of an enemy life. And they all win a custom magnet. So an example would be, Joe picks the kitchen. The first player says the apex predator in the kitchen could be the food processor because it will destroy and chop anything you put in it. The next player might challenge and say that actually it is the oven because that could melt the fruit processor and incinerate everything inside. Mm. Or the next player may agree that the apex predator is indeed the food processor and then choose the lowest link on the food chain. Mm. Maybe they choose a decorative pot holder because it is not even good at the one thing it is meant to do, hold hot things, and thus completely useless and would be eaten by every other object in the kitchen immediately if given the chance. Wow. Gotcha. Okay. So let's talk to another caller. Zach in Grand Rapids, Michigan. Zach, are you there? Hello. Yes, I'm here. Hi, Zach. What's going on? Hi, it's good to be here. I'm I'm excited and a little nervous. Zach, can you explain? Are you nervous to play the game? Or are you nervous just to be on the like? What's making you nervous? A lot of things. I am a very nervous person in general. Okay. I'm nervous to be on the podcast. Okay. To play the game. Okay. And to find a job. But oh, that's unrelated. Okay, gotcha. Mm. Do you have? Uh, I'm any... sorry. Huh? Do you have any good uh, coping tips whenever you're nervous, or do you just let it go? Just let it happen. Uh, I, I'm sorry, I didn't really hear you. Oh, uh, how about now? Do you have good uh, nervous tips? On coping? I wish I did. I wish I did too. Zach, I'm also a nervous person. And someone once told me that maybe they're like, whenever you're feeling nervous, just tell yourself you're excited. And actually that has never worked for me. Almost never. Do you have any coping tips? Me? Yeah. No, I, you know, I was, uh, I don't, I would say no, but I was, I started to, okay. I came up with this new game. Okay. The other day. And it was, it was called acting face. And basically like you do an acting face, you'd act as some emotion and then people would guess what you were acting as. Mm. And every time I did one, they'd be like nervous. And I'm like, no, I was looking for a book. And they're like (laughs) nervous. I'm like, no, I was actually afraid. And they guess nervous every single time. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. I think so. I get it, Zach. But Zach, we're glad you're on, to be honest. Um, Grand Rapids, Michigan. What's the what's the what's the thing Grand Rapids is known for? At the moment, I would say. Unpredictable weather 
Mm. And people stealing scooters downtown. (laughs) Sounds like an incredible place to live. Great, great, great. Grand Uh, Rapids is like one of those cities that people say is happening in Michigan. It's like that in Ann Arbor, right? mm. Correct. Where am I lying? Zach. Oh, all right. Zach, are you there? Oh, yes. Uh, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm <laughs> turning the volume up. Am I that quiet? No, you're doing great. Everyone's doing great. And Zach, you're doing great. Uh, we Zach, we did want to know if Grand Rapids is, is popping. Is it? Would you pop- say it's popping? It's- oh, um, I'm not a very outgoing or social person sometimes i like staying at home and reading but sure (laughs) i know that weird al did a concert two or three weeks ago in town and chris gethard came to town in july or august to do a live taping of his podcast and a stand-up comedy show. Did you go to any of those? I did. It it was the first time that I ever went to a concert and my first time at a live podcast recording. Whoa. What do you think? Were they fun? Yeah. They were really fun. I, um, I, I did have some sensory issues at the concert with the flashing lights and the loud noise but it 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 could have been worse Mm. i love it well i'm glad that there's a lot it seems like it seems like there's some good stuff happening in grand rapids which is great and um zach beautiful i were glad you're here and you uh okay so you you're a reader and Luckily, you do spend some time inside the home, which is really helpful for this game coming up. Okay. Because it is going to require some home knowledge. Are you prepared? General house knowledge. I think so. I think so, too. Okay. So I'm going to go ahead and say the room I'm going to give you will be the home office. 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 Okay, so what do you believe is the apex predator of the home office? On one hand, it could be the stapler because (laughs) that can automatically act as some kind of weapon against other objects. But we're moving more toward barely having to print out any paper at all. Mm -hmm. So I think that I would say extension charging cords. <laughs> really? And why why would you say the extension cords? Because if they're unplugged, then at some point you'll risk losing all of your work and you'll get <laughs> okay. stressed out. Oh, uh, the source of power. Wow, it's a more of a psychological approach. Yeah. This is a game of politics now. 
Wow. I'm intrigued. I'm really intrigued to go from stapler to more of a metaphysical threat is really wow. And then here. Okay. So Trent, so we do need somebody to either challenge or accept this answer. Is that incredible answer? But Trent is putting something in the chat. I'm going to have Trent. Trent, could you share what you put in the chat? Yeah, I think that staplers are definitely near the top of my list. Mm-hmm. They've got those teeth that come down to clamp everything together. It's just yeah. so sharp. And if you have things in the wrong place, they're going to get holes in them. So I yes. think that's definitely near the top of my list for Apex Predator in the office. But you also <laughs> said something else. Oh, yeah. Cords. I have so many cords around. And whenever they're just lying around, I have a tendency to just trip over things. Wow. So I have done that more than enough times to know how dangerous they are. Interesting. So Trent, according to you, it could be the stapler, but you could say the cords because not only, I mean, not even the psychological approach of the cords threat, but the physical approach of the, of the cords threat. Yeah. I think they're working on two different levels that make make them actually extra dangerous. Zach, do you agree? I think so. That is a good point. (laughs) Okay. Okay. Wow. Trent and Zach cooperating like none other. Gorgeous work. Uh, (laughs) This is okay. Wow. So listen, I think that uh, I I think that you two, what does this mean? If you two agree, what's it mean? They all, oh, wait, Manolo. Oh, that's the circle of inanimate life. (laughs) Well, doesn't that make you feel good? (laughs) Absolutely. Yep. Okay, well, Trent, you're getting one. Zach, you're getting one. Are you guys going to put these up in the, um, on the fridge or where where are these going to go? Definitely the fridge. Okay, Trent says the fridge. Zach, any thoughts? Yes, the fridge. Yes, to the fridge. Okay. Two peas in the pod. Wow. Two peas in the refrigerated pod. Trent, Zach, thank you so much. Congratulations. You won custom magnets. Really nice work. Okay. Goodbye. Okay. Goodbye. Okay. Wow. Really nice work, everybody. This this was uh, the circle of inanimate life. Just one round. The other possibles are Kermit the Fraud and Food Word Countdown. So it's time to vote. Uh, yeah. It's okay. Voting time. It's voting time. So let's talk to Audrey in Chicago. Audrey, what are you voting for? Ooh, um, I think the circle of uh, inanimate life. I think that one people can really get creative, and I really like hearing what come up with. So that's my vote. Thank you so much, Audrey. Appreciate your help. Oh, stay safe. Okay, goodbye. Okay, let's talk to uh, Mara in Philadelphia. Mara, are you there? I am. I would say food word countdown. I love talking about food and uh, uh, thinking of creative ways to describe things. About using the word food. Thank you so much, Mara. Thank you. Love it. Appreciate it. Goodbye. Goodbye, Joe. Oh, goodbye. Okay, wow. So let's talk to Ethan. Ethan in Tulsa. Yeah, I'm going to vote for Kermit just because I, I like hearing people's Kermit voices. <laughs> there were some really That's good true. ones. So nice work on that one. And um, thank you, Ethan. Appreciate yeah. it. 
I love that everybody's given an, a reason why. Yeah. Like I'm voting for Biden because and I love that. I love a little explanation. OK, yeah. let's talk to Zach. Zach, what are you voting for in Grand Rapids? I would vote for the food game because I can see it playing. I, I, I can see myself playing it with my friends. Wow. That's true. I love it. I love it. Thank you, Zach. Goodbye. Okay. Bye. Goodbye. Okay. Well, let's talk to who did we not give? We did not get word from Trent. Trent in Lancaster. Trent. Hi. I want to vote for Circle of Inanimate Life. I guess oh. really creative and fun. Okay. This is really uh -huh. tricky. Okay. So now there is a tie between Circle of Inanimate Life and Food Word Countdown. Really tricky. Okay. Wow, Trent, uh, Trent hung up himself. Okay, fair enough. Okay, Manolo, what are you voting for? And don't say Kermit the Frog because that's really tricky. Yeah. It, it's a three-way tie. Then I guess we'll need Alex to break it. I don't know. I was going to say Kermit the Frog, though. <gasps> okay, Kermit the Frog. Okay, so now it could be any possible game. Now let's talk to Alex. Alex, please. Oh no! Yeah, sorry. Oh this yeah, is... you didn't. You didn't ask why I voted for Kermit the Frog. Oh yeah, why'd you vote for Kermit the Frog? Because I like drama. <laughs> well, I'm glad I asked. Okay, <laughs> okay, okay. Alex, what do you think? This is like when the vice president has to like break the tie in the Senate. Yes, exactly. Uh, I would say. <laughs> I'm not voting for Kermit the Frog. Whoa! Because uh -oh. it feels like putting people on the spot. Mm, interesting. Mm. And like to do two impersonations in one, yes. it's like, yeah. it can be a stretch for some of our, our more shy callers, you know? Okay, fair enough. Being considerate. Classic. Yes. The Circle of Inanimate Life was mm -hmm. fun, Okay. but it's already won. I think uh, it's, it's taken its course. Well, therefore, I'm voting for food word countdown because, whoa, as someone else mentioned, it is an easy game to play. And uh, if it has a longer life, it might be more memorable in the show. A lot of people are always asking, like, what are some games from the show that I can play on a road trip or with kids or whatever? And I think this is one of them. That's wow. True. It, and you know, it is a hospital game. I was just trying to create drama because that's kind of how I roll. I'm in drama. Hell. But Manolo was right in a hospital. It's like, yeah, people are like hungry or nauseous and like bringing up food games might <laughs> not be the best. Sure. Yeah. And if, you know, a priest is reading you your last rites and then you hear the next on the other side of the curtain, someone doing Kermit the Frog pretending they're. I don't know, that McCain person. I don't know how I'd feel. I work in a hospital now. Oh, yeah. yeah so you understand that they So you think that, what do you think would be the best hospital game? Oh. Um, of these or ever? Of these. <laughs> oh. Uh, probably the inanimate. Uh, I was thinking that too. Yeah, the inanimate thing would be good for hospital, but most people will just have to say what's the apex predator of this hospital room sure sure 
That's oh, true. Wait. What would be the apex uh, predator of a hospital room? Uh, what do you think? The gun. What? Oh, I would say the outlet because okay. people are pulling the plug. Uh, oh, wow. The, the old phrase, pull the plug. Yeah. Oh, my but not gosh. The Oh, wow. or, the, oh, or the pillow. Wow. Jesus. Yeah, Manolo one upped. Oh my gosh, you both are sick. Okay. <laughs> Moving on. The bye. food word countdown. Okay, okay, bye. Okay. The food word countdown is the winning game. Congrats to Amy Whitlock in Stockton, California. Now, um, Manolo, if you would like. Could you, do you mind playing us out? Thank you to everyone who called in. Uh, Ethan, everyone. Zach, Audrey, Trent, Mara. And uh, thank you. Uh, if you want to, you, you want to just, um, you know what I mean? Thanks. You mean play guitar? Yeah. Okay, okay, okay. Are you playing? Oh, wait, wait, wait. Hold on. I forgot. I did the suppression. Now I'm back. Can you hear this? Yes. Okay. Thanks to our producer, Alex Adan, our mixer, Andy Christens, our theme song by Big Huge. And uh, you can subscribe, rate, and review us on iTunes. Uh, follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Dr. Game Show. Buy a Dr. Game Show t shirt designed by Manola at maxfunstore.com. Submit your game show ideas by visiting drgameshow.com and following the link to the submission form. Manolo, any plugs? Um, I'm gonna release my thing soon. Still working on the animation, but I'll I'll be ready by the Gorge. time this comes out. Gorge. I think. Okay. I might Love be doing it. new music for it. Oh, okay. Wonderful. Yeah. Okay, that's, that's it. Thank you so much. Uh, that's the episode. <laughs> That's it. That's it. Well, that's true. That's it. So I'll see you around. Wait, Manolo, uh, you got to do your Manolo minute. Oh, <laughs> okay. I was just going to be like, this is me walking down the stairs. Okay, the minute, this is a minute where Manolo kind of talks about where he went emotionally. And uh, this is this is a little bit of a treat uh, to witness. It's a minute where Manolo gets to talk about what's really on his mind. The minute starts now. Uh, um, well, the, uh, uh, um, <laughs> uh, and, um uh, uh, let's see let's see uh, let's see um okay uh, let's see um, your friend okay um, we are at the 30 second mark <laughs> uh yeah, yeah oh, uh no 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 um yeah. uh oh um yeah, wait, no, I can't talk about that. It's too personal. It's, um, uh, oh, I got a Kindle. And, uh, it's slow. 
And that's time. Okay, thanks, Manolo. Really good job. Okay, everybody. Goodbye. Thanks for participating. Have a good one. Goodbye. MaximumFun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Audience supported.